0: Before we get started today, I do want to say we have some big, 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 big news. What? That many bigs. Uh, Is that we now have merchandise. Oh, yeah. We got stuff. We got a tea Public store, guys, um, which requires very little effort on my end. So just, <laughs> it's great. Just go there. Uh, we'll put the link in the show notes. Um, But if you want to support the podcast or just buy stuff for yourself, because that's usually what motivates me. is mm-hmm. like, oh, cute. Yeah. A sticker or a button. Um, but we've got buttons, stickers, mugs. Yeah. Basically, anything Tee Public can put a logo on, they will put it on for you. Yeah. You,
1: you. you want a, you want like a lumber pillow with a mouth on it? Yeah. Or we a have that. new tote bag. There you go. Um,
0: even though they're supposed to be bad for the environment. Uh, can't have too many well, you mugs. you got to carry
1: stuff. I think and you got to drink stuff.
0: I was thinking I'd get myself a mug just because I'm a mug addict. Uh-huh. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I was thinking about it.
1: Was like, it what, what, what harm does that well, do? Well, you know what would
0: be great is if we get to the place where we have a guest and then we've got three mugs. Yeah. And it's like, you know, the Tonight Show. Everybody's right. got their, like, branded mug full of water. We
1: start doing, like, a whole, like, like mm-hmm. video recorded show
0: situation. Oh, my God. You know, I know that's the way, like, a lot of podcasts are going. Uh huh. And I don't hate it. I think it's fine. But I'm also like, I don't, this is supposed to be an audio medium. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, you I don't,
1: don't want the pressure of having to explain. Ex- expand the a little bit yeah. I mean, i'd be
0: open to it if somebody else did it i don't want to have to figure it out do it poorly and look bad doing it <laughs> sure no
1: you know like that you know all the all the trial and error that comes with, yes. with uh getting getting better at the medium let's just no, I don't know yeah i'm I don't like
0: have, um no maybe like a special that i don't know i got the embarrassing
1: ordeal of of yes of showing effort and not being good right away Ooh, terrible yeah i can't stand it
0: yeah don't listen to the first few episodes (laughs) (laughs) hey chelsea hey victoria um you know what i could use today what a breath of fresh movie awesome me too all right we're gonna do it cool Listening to a breath of fresh movie this is a weekly podcast where me victoria harley and me chelsea pope we watch a movie neither one of us has ever seen before and then we talk about it
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. it's fun yes it's real fun let's start saying that now I'm like it's fun come on come on come on nudge yeah, nudge. yeah. you yeah. know you want to um, get in the pool get in the pool yeah you know you want to buy stuff today's episode is about the 2021 historical psychological drama spencer directed by pablo Larrain, set during christmas 1991 the film focuses on diana spencer's existential crisis as she considers divorcing charles and leaving the royal family uh not a biopic yeah like that was something the director it was like don't think of it that way
1: yeah um, i mean we're using this historical figure you know there's all this imbued meeting and all that stuff but this is no just it's no, not a biopic i don't want the responsibility uh-huh. of, of of historical accuracy or smart you know smart move uh, oh, that 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 didn't happen. Well, that's a good. Well, that's okay. <laughs> that's what I intended. That's, we didn't. Yeah. I didn't make that.
0: I mean, I I think there is something interesting um, about the fact that this movie assumes you have all the information.
1: Yeah, that's well, that's like the double edged sort of making an argument of like, if this isn't you know based on reality, but it, you you go into something like this, it's hard not to have some sort of base understanding, and then it's and then if you don't, it's even harder sometimes to disassociate. What you get from these kinds of, you know, movies, shows, whatever, yeah, and and not have that projected into your your opinion of of the yeah. overall, uh, your overall perception of that figure of that monarchy, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, what what did you think? I mean, did you do just on a base level? Do we think the performance?
1: Are we going to performance or are you talking about movie well, first? Well, let's talk about movie. Okay. Just
0: first impressions.
1: So like, first, first yeah. I'm, you know, this is one I, I had been, it had been on my radar. Um, mm-hmm. I had definitely seen a lot of positive reception for Same. this movie. Mm-hmm. And I did like Jackie, actually. I right. thought Jackie was pretty right. strong. Um, and Same I, director, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's another movie, not to jump ahead into the performance stuff, I want to talk about first overall the movie. Sure. But I... I was semi aware going into Spencer this may not this isn't gonna be a spot on impression of Diana, nor would I want it to be because mm. that's you know that can be that that it's that's its own sticky tedious thing and mm-hmm. you know Natalie Portman playing Jackie she's not doing a spot on Jackie, but there is also that tenuous relationship with that movie too sure. where it's like is it does it take away from the movie that we're Noticing these certain mannerisms that feel like affects that are yeah. uh, like applied on, not to yeah. which isn't to undercut like how well Natalie plays the film, but her best moments in that movie, I feel, mm-hmm. are when they don't feel so heavily entrenched in the Jackie, you know, some because in some cases, mm-hmm. in some scenes we are getting like spot on like reenactments like when she's yeah. showing around the home mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and in in those moments it's hard not to think like oh is this kind of like an impression of jackie kind right. of and then my you know spoiler alert you know jfk gets shot yeah and <laughs> oh th- he does? And <laughs> hell no and i think one of the best scenes in that film is her quietly Wiping her face, you know, which is not something that we ever obviously We've ever saw seen. Jackie yeah. do. You know, she she no, she know. had to handle things with a pretty stiff upper lip, and this and that movie, you know, is showing the interiority behind that. And then going back to so going back to Spencer, yeah, I <laughs> uh, no, just no. want to say I wanted to go into this to give the benefit of the doubt that this is not intended to be a direct impression of Diana, mm-hmm. but. It also is a story about Diane. uh, It is a story about a a woman unraveling under intense scrutiny. Yeah. And did that? Did that play? Did that read? Yes, ish. It was. It (laughs) was. (laughs) I personally, I like Jackie more. I think you're going to watch. I
0: never saw it. I I would watch.
1: I I I still would rank Jackie higher. higher. Okay. Um, I. I don't want to say I was disappointed necessarily. Mm-hmm. But you can though. Yeah, I guess you know, it just this was this was um, received a lot of acclaim. It it, it, f- it really and even still, you know, like looking up reviews for this, like there's so much positive going now talking about Kristen Stewart, you know, yes, there's get into uh, it. It, that's the focus, right? I mean, she
0: is carrying the picture. That's it's her movie. It's her film.
1: I think in part some of that positive reception is like we want her to succeed, yeah. you know? <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> and I think Kristen Stewart is a very good actress. I've seen her do well in other roles. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I mean, to her credit, like, since Twilight, she's really made an effort to, like, do indie and interesting shit. Yeah, like, and I, and I, I- yeah
1: exactly. And, like, like, in talking about sort of the outside of the film world mm-hmm. discussion or outside outside of the this film
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the the larger conversation about her and her career like it's satisfying to see an arc of growth of maturity in the Completely same way that like agree. robert pattinson we yep. see him like good time and like the lighthouse how, like
0: that movie, Twilight, was so dismissed, but we're seeing, like... We see, we're like, seeing that people
1: are growth.
0: involved in that film are actively
1: the, trying to make these sort of I mean, same with strides. Daniel
0: Radcliffe. Right. Same deal. Yeah. Like, he's like, how do I get away from Harry Potter? There's a large franchise that is so, like, projected <laughs> and he's onto doing me. It. He's doing it. Right. right. I
1: recognize... This is there's a loose parallel going on, I think that that maybe Kristen Stewart could have identified in some ways to Diana under this mm. kind of scrutiny or expectations or failing to meet them or yeah. um presenting in one way or or showing a, a level of growth or maturity that may or may not be uh accepted
0: mm-hmm. and
1: so I went in wanting to accept that for her, yeah. wanting her to succeed, yeah. Sorry, I'm talking a lot. No, I'm, just, I'm pleased. All of this is to say, uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it just it didn't make it for you.
1: It's a lot. It is a lot. It's, it's a, her mannerisms are 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 very extreme. They are, and I'm saying this also as somebody who, again, what I was just saying before, if you don't have a ton of familiarity, like I have some familiarity with Diane. I've seen some footage of her in the past, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm aware of her cultural influence and legacy, but. Is this is this an accurate portrayal? For me, watching it, it felt you know from that first scene she shows up and she's like, I'm a little bit lost, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I had just watched Crimes of the Future, okay. you know, a couple months ago, and I couldn't help because she kind of got memed a little bit for that movie. Yeah, you know, because she does do so much of this. Um, it's very potent. You saw know, so a lot of um, oh yeah, facial like a lot of it's a lot of a lot of um icing you know Mm, yeah on on the yeah you know and and i just thought felt like there was there was so much of that in this movie
0: yeah it's so i know what you mean because the first time we hear her speak yeah i was just like am i just like afraid to say i don't like it i don't know i think it's fine (laughs) i mean i i think i the first moment she's where she's yeah she's lost she goes into like a gas station and she's looking for directions and this is a woman who's both like physically lost and otherwise like it's obvious right it's a very
1: obvious metaphor here uh, like right out of place exactly
0: doesn't know what she's doing um and she looks great doing it. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, I, I thought there was, it felt very pantomime to me at the, at the top. Like that very first moment, the way she's she's kind of got her head bent and, you know, and it's not like, I mean, people, I did read, people said like, oh no, it was spooky. She got her mannerisms down perfect. So maybe it wasn't accurate. So yeah. And but I, 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 speaking as, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, you right, know. Right. We don't know her. But yeah. at the same time, I'm just like, oh, this feels like such, it just felt so much. Right. And then I'm like, okay, but wait, is that how Diana had to be in public? And so it's like a performance of a performance? You know, like these are the questions that starts to that
1: delicate balance of like, you don't want to be like that's biopic stuff like it's getting stuck in that pigeonhole of like oh is this a spot-on impression or Or and should we be celebrating when people achieve that yeah right or should we celebrate when there's something that's a little more authentic that may or that may not have been true to the actual like physical mannerisms totally that being said it's, it's a bit distracting and it does feel a bit like oh this is Kristen Stewart doing Doing, doing her, doing some of those faces and those eyes uh, yeah. and whatnot, and it's, like I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to undercut it. No, I you mean know? this is
0: why I'm kind of glad we're not on video because <laughs> I feel like I, I don't know how to Im- do an impression without it being, f- it's very physical, right? So much of it is the, the physicality, right? And not so like I felt like it wasn't the speech sounded great or whatever, you know? I mean that that voice was was pretty spot on, but I just, I agree. Like I'm not a huge fan of biopics in general because right. of all these issues, you know? I, I'm. I mean, I also have worked in documentaries, so I'm a bit of a snob about this. But I feel like a documentary about—I mean, so when you have somebody whose face is still so well known, yeah. I think it's really, really uh, cruel in a way to like make this actor try to live up to that. I—I I just kept seeing Kristen Stewart in Diana costume, not Diana.
1: I, and I don't—I don't think you're wrong for that because I—I I, and again, I mm-hmm. went in just. I, I wanted her to succeed. Sure. I can't I can't express enough how <laughs> I guess I guess disappointed I am in the fact that it was just incredibly difficult to to, you know, I will say there were definitely scenes. In this movie, that felt where it felt like she—I wasn't seeing Kristen Stewart, but I didn't necessarily feel like I was seeing Diana either.
0: Sure, you know, and maybe was that's sort like of this, the, the place to be. Right? Yeah,
1: you know, and in that in that capacity, which mm-hmm. I don't, I I yeah. I can't honestly say I felt that way the whole the whole time watching it though. Certainly not in the first scene because it is it's a bit jarring. The amount of behavior, oh, you know, it's that's so happening. Yeah, you know, it's two and eleven, um, and. It makes me think of you know what what other like semi-recent like biopics are coming out you know you have mm. Elvis and like Austin Butler is getting so much praise and all these side-by-side videos of him and these performances with like that Elvis did yeah and so we're kind of celebrating how the he's mimicry, like. yeah but, but I mean, he, he he commits really hard though so we don't want to I don't want to I don't want to undersell that I haven't finished Elvis yet I watched about a third of it it's a, that is also a lot <laughs> In a I, different I, way, I, as a I Baz Luhrmann fan, who's watched all his movies, yeah, it's, it I, is a lot. I
0: like Baz Luhrmann, but I, I can't,
1: um, I can't do it. That's fair. Oh it's, God. it's, it's honestly, and, it's, and
0: another example of like somebody whose yeah. face we are still so aware of. And again, I say all this, but I'm also looking forward to Blonde. You know,
1: which so, that leads me to that as well, because there's criticism of this being essentially like like uh Marilyn Monroe, torture porn, yes, I've heard that too, and I don't want i just but that is literally it, what her life does, yeah, right, so but is this is this not exploitation of yes, someone who has right. further exploited her whole life? you know mm-hmm. there's that conversation, mm-hmm. and then now we look back at like how that that very clearly can parallel the argument with with diana yeah. with with Spencer here, you know, um like what what are we? What are we really saying? I yeah, guess like what's the see. what's the conversation we're trying to I mean, to have or I guess, you know, art, I, and I don't want to get into a whole like art has to have this big revelation or this big. No, you know, art is art. This this clearly did well with with, oh, with, lots of with people. a lot of people, although I do want to note the Rotten Tomato disparage of, of critics to audiences is. is is there's a, there's a gap there's a gap there, and I think that's important because I yeah. think there's also a lot of people who probably are on the side that we are. Yeah, you know, that's not to like, say that we have the exact same opinions, but just eh. it's not.
0: <laughs> we it's, differ sometimes. Um, yeah, it's
1: not, it's not the be all end
0: all. No, and I you know she's carrying so much of this movie, so it's like yeah. I'm I'm. I know that's difficult for an actor, and yeah. I, uh, in no way, I mean, there's so many things working in this movie, sure. you know, and I, I think like, right, we're spending some time to parse out like what didn't fit for us, but things that really did work for me, there were so many moments that felt like The Shining to me. Yeah. Like in this big, cold, empty house, I mean, the the part where she goes and, and eats um, the cakes and stuff in the walk-in yeah. freezer, the um, Gregory, right, the guy who's running the place, he's like that that Grady caretaker, Mm -hmm. you know, who's oh, this is a horror film. And when I watched it with that, like the music fit and and it was like, oh, I, I am really enjoying this. And then th- there are certain scenes that clearly do break from reality. Mm-hmm. Um, the dinner scene I'm thinking about where she eats, pulls off her pearl necklace. There's so then, much
1: so much with the pearls. Uh, so the, much pearls with the pearls, man. Yeah. So much with those pearls. Well, so she pulls it off and then she eats it in her soup, but then there's like a bigger moment where she's supposed to pull the spoilers.
0: Oh, we yeah. didn't really talk about spoilers. But... Oh, yeah, we will talk about anything. Yeah. But we won't so, talk. About everything,
1: <laughs> the pearl, but then the per, so like I don't know. I think that scene, watching that, and then going to her going back to her her family home, yeah, and then right the top of the stairs, and thing. then Anne Boleyn's like take it off, or you know she then she tears it. On. I'm like, well, she
0: already did that. She I did that she, already. I yeah, she ate it. <laughs> like I know we got two pearl breaking moments. That's, That's true. true. I
1: think it kind of. I think that deflated the a little bit. The yeah, and I, and I just I really want to talk about like how. Disappointed I was then yeah. for the final scene to happen as well. Just like we're, we're, we're doing this sort of it's got this, this psychological, you know, this almost montage. horror element and then it goes to the end and it's like, oh, suddenly we're getting we're getting this reprieve of like car, almost not cartoonish, yeah. but like just a, it's a very dissonant kind of levity that like it didn't mm-hmm. hit. It didn't work for me, especially when they when they go to the KFC drive through. I was like, that really didn't work for me. Yeah. I, I see what they're trying to do, but it's it's just um, you know yeah it it it, it felt it, it felt camp in like the wrong way yeah yeah I'm saying this after having watched the the Diana musical the pro, pro shot musical on Netflix and I still that's need also to see that. camp.
0: I think it's just a fun contrast. No, I mean, I, I read about that in reading about this. It's not good. That's no, it's not good. I don't want
1: to. I'm not. I'm not. What I, just, I don't want to say that. That's yeah, let's better make than it Spencer. absolutely clear.
0: It's not good. But, but that was from what I understand. It's like that's more of a just sort of one to one. The stages of her life. You know, yeah. It's kind not, of
1: from the point of her getting married to Charles. Okay. And then it's kind of. Yeah you could argue that Spencer and Diane in the musical are polar opposites in depiction, <laughs> which in some ways is very true. Yeah. You know, you have you have Kristen Stewart clipping herself with the the, the bolt cutters. That was
0: upsetting. Yeah. I was like, holy fuck. I, I think-
1: Like I said then, I, you know, the KFC thing feels it doesn't feel very earned for I mean, that. I, it, it feels it almost feels a little bit like A little saccharine It's sacchar it's saccharine and also just um I mean, I don't want to say cringe. Cringe is lazy. Yeah, we're given so much and intense intensity, and while I understand then that this sort of levity of them like breaking out and going sure. to pick up some fast food is is kind of, it just doesn't. It, yeah. It's not satisfying. Yeah, and I think fifty three percent of Rotten Tomatoes from the audience, <laughs> as far as audience score goes. Okay, I think
0: pe- others yeah. might. Yeah, I mean, agree the. I yeah. thought that Ron Tomatoes would be all end-all. No, 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 no. But, you know, let the people speak. Yeah. Okay, you get such a sense of the, the paranoia of being in this place. Yeah, the vibes are there. Oh, and the isolation. There, there may be an assumption, right? They're like, ah, oh, these rich fucks, they just sit around and eat great food. Yeah. those time. But when you see how absent of joy that dining scene is and just how rigid and, like... I thought they did so much with, with wordlessly, like when mm-hmm. the, the meal the trays are all set, and then all the staff leaves, and we're like holding on the queen, and we can see the staff leaving, 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 then closing the doors, yeah. and only then does the queen kind of then take you know a taste of her soup, and once she does, everyone else can. Right, and there's so much wordless like uh, protocol you know and I mean then there's like more that's a little more odd, like in your face like the weighing in right you know which apparently was a real thing Um there's tons of articles out there by the way about what's real and what's not in right. this I don't care <laughs> which
1: again you know like that's that's, that's like the problem the, the territory right? you go into and you do something like this and there's You know, clearly there's a lot of stylistic choices that are being made. It's very beautifully shot. Oh, it's gorgeous. Costuming is great. And again... All the
0: elements are working. There's
1: a lot of those signature like close-up shots, just like in Jackie. Yes. On Kristen Stewart's face. And the emotion is there, and it's potent. It's a little hard for me to initially get into it because the... We actually start with what, like not like a wide shot, but kind of yeah, yeah it's like an
0: overhead, right? Or she's
1: surra- like when she goes into well, first we see her drive and she goes fuck, right? And we're like, okay. There's a little bit of she's mm-hmm. got a little she's got
0: all that Chanel, yeah. Um, you and know? It's kind
1: of like a I felt like that teased a different kind of movie, yes, almost totally that there was going to be something a little more um, self assured going on, but she yeah. just seemed so so uh, like spun yeah. before even getting into getting the, there, the getting there yeah. you know um yeah. at least by you know you got she gets there and she, she gets to that um she gets to that one cafe and says that she's lost and again mm-hmm. that it really is a little bit dry because there's just so much behavior yeah, happening so there. much so um, much going on yeah and then there is uh, some stuff there you're like oh it kind of that that does remind me a little bit of what you did in crimes of the future There's a little bit of some signature yeah Case do, I'm going to argue is happening. and she's not fully disappeared in that scene for me, but then mm-hmm. we get into some of those signature close-ups, and like we really do see a lot of emotionality
0: oh yeah and i mean those close-ups i mean i think the cinematographer even mentioned something about how like oh i like never use these lenses because we never need to be this close but i mean that the depth of field on that is particularly you know just thinking about that dinner scene where she's eating the pearls right it's like if she moves even a little bit forward or back she starts to go in and out of focus so it's like there was so i mean i can't imagine as an actor i mean i can imagine but you know i don't (laughs) i don't want to do it but like she must have just had so much shit right in her face. Yeah. And for her to, like, still be able to... I know that's the job, but still, yeah. its it, it always blows me away. Um, I also love to just see corgis on film. Yes. yes the dogs well, are very the cute. The dogs were very cute. Yeah, the ambulance stuff was... Uh, I wasn't sure what to make of that. I was kind yeah. of like... Um, and the whole detail of, like, the book being in her room, and then it, it turns out Gregory it there. Yeah, so then is he like a secret protagonist the
1: whole time know. kind of deal. There's this I, whole like he's he's he talks a big talk about it being in service of of the crown and that's after this what seems like seems yeah. like it's going to be a heartfelt sort of like war story yeah. between him and a and a buddy that
0: I mean, he I can't decide if he was actually I think he was trying to help her. I don't think he was trying to bring her down. Yeah. But the number of interactions they have where he explains like duty. Yes. He does this whole story about like seeing a horse get Killed or assault, and then or assault. she's like, "Oh, I'm glad it never got broken." You oh, know, yeah, or, yeah. It's the guy who was on the horse who gets killed, and then the horse runs off. Like, and I don't know. There's this whole metaphor, but the whole thing is it's very unsatisfying. I don't think he ever really understands her, and I don't think she ever finds any comfort from
1: him. Yeah, I don't know if the horse breaking free again, going to a KFC drive-through. I don't think that's my. Fa- <laughs> I don't think that's my favorite yeah. like translation of that kind Same. of like horse breaking free metaphor that Agreed. that you're kind of trying yeah. to go for there. Let's run um, toward a.
0: Faceless multinational corporation. Yeah, you know, again. The, I mean, the, I love fried chicken. Yeah, but, sure. You know, you know but the,
1: yeah, again, the metaphors and and what have yeah. you, they do? They do feel yeah. quite heavy-handed. The Ambulens stuff for sure. Yeah.
0: Uh, although the only thing I can say is that if we are like um, admitting that this is not such so a biopic, but it's more of a like a surreal psychological drama right. and all that, I I did think the the meditations on the past, present, and future were really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like talking about how this family doesn't have. A future. It only has the past and the present. Um, also, those scenes with the kids—just her and her children—they might have been the only scenes that kind of emotionally worked for me. Yeah. And I—I I did read that there was some improv- improvisation going on there, and it felt very relaxed, so it felt very
1: natural. Yeah.
0: And I—I I did. And, and I'm not saying this to be like, how could you think of killing yourself when you have two children that you love? Like, I'm yeah. not going to step into that one, but. The contrast, though, it, it, it does feel like wow, they're so important to you, but you also, but they're not central in the story either. Uh-huh. Like they're they're still sort of sidelined.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, they're they're pretty. They're pretty important at the end that she, you know, oh, again, out. F- fully leans into the metaphor of being uh, a wild animal yes. by going out as though she's hunted but again. It's super heavy-handed
0: stuff. As <sighs> I mean, if so, you're not into that sort of thing, there's so much metaphor in visual tropes and things of like pheasants and right. birds being hunted. Yeah, so it's
1: like you know she goes out there and is like, uh, you know, you'll have to you have to shoot me, you know, if I'm gonna have to get. I want my kids. And I, kids, do, and you I know. do think
0: like. I, there's a moment where I'm like, she is actually a little bit crazy. Like, I mean, I'm not yeah. to be like that person who's for the royals. I can sort of understand though, maybe why they're like, what is what, is, what now? Yeah, I think we <laughs> just kind of like dro-
1: got dropped into like a boiling pot of water. Yes. before any sort of but then the lobster was already like upset and freaking out before.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was already, uh, you know, playing in against the thing. Yeah, um, I think there yeah. were a lot of things working, but it, I, I think the things for me that worked were. The stuff that acts on you without you realizing it, you know, because when I went back and started reading about the shoot, it was interesting how many different elements, like from production design to costumes to music, choices made, and and I think uh, just a few notes about the shoot. Uh, It was a 37-day shoot, mostly done in Germany, um, and it was during, like, COVID lockdown, so some of the locations, one of them is called the uh, Schloss Hotel Kronberg, which is actually usually a five-star hotel, very elite, can't get in, Mm. but because it was locked down and they had nobody. You know, they were like, yeah, sure, you can film here. And so they were able to, like, access this location they normally wouldn't have been able to, pull out all the furniture. And that was part of it. it was like, we wanted it to be... It wasn't meant to be a one-to-one representation of what Sandringham was like. We mm-hmm. knew we weren't going to try to go for that recreation accuracy like the crown might do, um, but we are going to create an impression. So almost all of it was shot in these, like, castles around Germany. Um, and the production design was really focused on empty spaces, like mm-hmm. this small figure and this big empty cold place so you can feel that like that coldness um the music was done by johnny greenwood of radiohead which that guy has done so many scores at this point it's like amazing how people like him and Trent Reznor and like yeah. all these people have found like a second life scoring you know television and film. I don't know. I'm i right. no, always I'm kind of surprising. excited. Yeah, it's I great. Like it. I think it, it, it was it, really good. Oh, I, the I, music was I, fantastic.
1: Right. I liked the dramatic the way that it 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 had these these suspenseful tones, we it. but then there was the sort of jazz. Yes. There was that jazzy, very percussive music yeah. that would that would permeate through. I, again this is one another one of those moments where you know she's going down the hall you start hearing kind of this jazzy stuff mm-hmm. and it reminds me of like the tension building in whiplash. Mm-hmm. and whiplash i almost felt like a different movie was maybe gonna happen yeah, a little bit yeah again it just made me think like i would have liked to have seen as much as i'm aware that this is intended to be almost like a psychological horror like right. like the shining yeah comparison is great um I could have stood for a little bit more levity. I don't yeah. know, so maybe and that maybe sounds like a trite, no, like like uh, I, you know, smooth brained thing. But I, <laughs> I think you know, Princess Diana, um, and all and all of her sadness and mental mental health woes and and yeah. struggles with the monarchy. Like I think that part of what made her so in, endearing to the public was this very. I think. Um. and she's not just this innocent like she's not like a wild animal I think there's something I think I don't know mm. the playfulness Yeah. No, which again I, we kind of got almost sort of like thrown at us as a joke with the right. KFC shit at the end and yeah. I'm like well I don't know I
0: hear you I, I do no you're right because I mean I'm thinking about that one example right where she uh, participated in the like the the like the foot race you know yeah. at her, at her kids thing and and royals weren't supposed to do that but she took off her shoes and ran as hard as she could you know right. I mean she did it that the kind of i think you know frankly i think what people in britain liked about her was that that human quality yeah she had a
1: she had a sense of humor you know <laughs> yeah, and absolutely. She, you see her get a little snarky with with the uh, with the royals and the help and what yeah. but it's it's very i mean it's very seething And she's very, she's very resentful and understandably, sure, I get it. But like, I think, I don't know. I think, you know, then you look at Diana the musical and it's like the total opposite end of the spectrum. (laughs) You know, this is how your people dance is like a very silly (laughs) bop song that they do to show like oh she's a you know she she doesn't want to go to a cello concert she wants to listen to queen yeah yeah i don't know so again like Uh they kind of almost throw it as an afterthought it is a little bit it's
0: not i hear you though i mean there are all these um yeah there's all these moments we know of we've seen again because there's so much just footage and material and photos of this woman and interviews and so I think yeah, it's 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 gotta be tough. I I think this was definitely yeah. a difficult subject to tackle. Um after he finished Jackie Pablo Lorraine he was at the Toronto Film Festival and he was trying to develop this story about Diana Spencer and he saw Kristen Stewart's agent like in the lobby of the hotel mm-hmm. and literally ran I gotta tell you, like, please, would she do this? Would she consider it? And of course she was into it. And like, yeah. that's that's how that all got started anyway. Um, But Stuart at the time was in Paris promoting Seberg, another biopic about Gene Seberg, which I haven't seen that one. I don't know if that's any Nor good. By. She was in the car with her friends when he called or, or the call came through. And she told everyone like, pull over. I have to get out. And like, I need all my focus. And so she like took the call on the side of the road. Uh-huh. Um, I'm just saying all this because it seemed like there no matter what our impressions are there was like a really strong interest in getting this right or doing something very interesting and different yeah you know um and you know this draws on things like rapunzel sleeping beauty um jack and the beanstalk even to a certain extent like because the stories that are about escape mm-hmm. right like fairy tales about escape and this does feel like a of t- t- twisted little fairy tale she's a princess trapped in a castle right right like it's and I'm with you. I almost wish it like maybe push that just a little further or something. Yeah. So it felt less grounded in reality and a little bit more about the yeah. psychological drama of it, you know?
1: Absolutely. Cause again, when you're, you're dealing with the, the, the you yeah. when you're dealing with his, the, a real person in history and yeah. biography. That's, it's tough. It's tough. Cause then it's like, I'm also thinking of it now, like, like it, that it was a very bleak, tough watch, save for sort of the, again, the ending, mm that it, clearly I hated it. <laughs> go ahead and say it but beyond that you know now I'm thinking to again to like Ana de Armas and blonde and I'm thinking like again mm. is this gonna is this in my mind are we is it just kind of suffer porn a little bit like yeah to me I hear you, you know I do
0: um, I
1: feel like are we undercut in our own way are we undercutting the humanity of this person yes. is, it, is this not sort of um, oversimplifying yeah the complexity of this person by making them into the scared yeah. trapped animal. Like yeah. again, I get, I get it. I get it, but did I like it? And yeah.
0: Well, I you know, I keep thinking what you were just saying earlier about Jackie, how one of, for you one of the better moments was the private moment of her sure. wiping her fi- that we know must have happened, but in no way did we ever get a view to. Mm-hmm. I think that's not to be prescriptive, but I feel like that's really where these biopics should be living, you know, is in those spaces like that we can only kind of assume and that way no one can really be like, well, they didn't say that. Well, it's like, well, we don't know. Yeah. And well, it's like, if you're going to
1: add something new to the conversation or a new perspective, then like lean into the idea of, of, yeah. of deviation. Yeah.
0: Be okay. I with think, it. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about Todd Haynes bio it's not really a biopic, but the, the film about Bob Dylan, where like five or six different actors played him. Uh-huh. And, you know, including like Kate Blanchett, right? right. Too much acclaim. I mean, I loved that; that was great. Um, but I think what was so cool about that was like, you no, know, it was never a one-to-one. It was never like this is Bob Dylan's life. It was just these like moments in his life, and you know, and you can debate, you know, how effective certain ones were, but um, it just it had this way of like allowing you to accept everything. Right. Because it's like, well, I I know we're deliberately taking these like vignettes rather than you know, this is when he went electric and this yeah. is when this happened and you know, like yeah. the moments we're already that are already captured and well documented, you know. Um I'm I'm a big fan of documentary and I will say uh, about maybe a few weeks before we watched Spencer, I happened to watch uh, a new documentary about Diana and I know it's like another one, you no, know? It's okay. I mean, but, yeah. There's a demand. Um, it's on, it, there is, it was on HBO. But um, for me, it was like, this is where Doc is amazing because the whole thing is archival. There's no narration. Mm-hmm. There's no talking heads interviews. It's 100% all these, like, the moments, you know? And, and I know we've seen a lot of footage of her. These, like, like you know, there's this moment, right, where Charles says something kind of shitty and everyone laughs and she's, like, looking and people are like, what is yeah. she thinking, you know? But what's really great about that Doc is that they find all those moments, but they don't cut away, you know, yeah. like we're used to seeing this chopped up little, like, here's the moment. But no, when, when you linger and you really feel like the, uh-huh. oh, like, you know, yeah. seconds and minutes after, it's like, and and you see her and they hold on her in the way that it's so, she, it's just so obvious how miserable she is. Right. It's so obvious. But it's like, and people must have known at the time. But other people were completely oblivious, you know? And mm-hmm. it just... I don't know. This feels like the story of any celebrity or any sort tragic, you know, loss where there's this presumption on the outside of how good it must be. And then there's the reality. And I don't know. I i get why we're fascinated with her story because it is truly tragic. Yeah. It's like everyone, almost everyone, I guess, feels this desire to go and avert it. You know, yeah. there's just like, I wish I could warn her.
1: I, I think thinking about everything you're saying too like it makes me think again back to spencer about Mm -hmm. what i don't think it's so much levity or i needed i needed her to like like laugh and smile more i guess in this movie but it's more so the fact that she wasn't just constantly crying and barfing Mm -hmm. and feeling sorry for herself and being like it was it wasn't all that you know and what what makes her her passive one one aspect of her passing being so tragic is she was so bright yeah and, and it's just it seems like they yeah. the a lot the joy is just sucked out of this yeah this whole movie and it out of Diana and I know again that is intended yeah and yeah you're either into it or not for yeah. me again it doesn't are, work holidays are tough I get I get <laughs> I get it and I get stylistically that's uh-huh. the choice and we're just talking about how you should make choices. Sure. People like choices. <laughs> Not all of them. I I think that there's the there there's like a a beautiful brightness to Diana from what I yeah. have seen. Yeah. You know, um that is just Yeah. We're just we're kind of just seeing a, a a just the 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 lowest point, I guess, yeah. for Diana without yeah. any There's just no, there's no let up.
0: Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. And I, again, I, it is concentrated down to three days, you Mm -hmm. know, and, and over Christmas. So it's like Christmas Eve, Christmas and Boxing Day. And I don't care. Even if you love your family, Christmas is hard. Sure. (laughs) So I'm like, on on some level, I'm just like, just remember the feeling of when you're stuck at some kind of christmas gathering you just don't want to be there but then like multiply that by a thousand right (laughs) you know like amp the stakes up way higher and it's uh upsetting um i gotta mention something that um the wig like was a you know they had to get the hair right um so the the person in charge of the wig was uh wakana yoshihara who when she started out as a hairstylist um one of the three cuts she had to master in the mid-90s was the diana like that was like the you had to know how to do that you had to know how to cut and style and all of that so she felt pretty well equipped to handle this and Mm -hmm. just describe like yep every day you know i was it was you know just repeating those kinds of behaviors and i know maybe it sounds odd but it's like no the wig had to be the wig had to be right it looked it looked right yeah um also for set deck like set decoration um i mentioned earlier lots of tapestries with birds and pheasants being hunted and Mm -hmm. you know things like that um 60 paintings were actually commissioned they commissioned 60 original paintings to hang around and when i hear that i'm like I need to watch this again <laughs> because I was not paying attention to those elements. And yeah. a part of me feels like, oh, I think I might have missed some shit, you know. Yeah. But again, maybe it's all what you're saying, though. It's all contributing to this. She's an animal. She's wounded. She's trapped. She's, you know. Um. So I, I don't know. Again, so when I was saying earlier about all these things that are operating on you, I was like, oh, I'm or maybe I just didn't watch it on a big enough screen. I mean, honestly, that could be yeah. part of it um and sometimes i think too when i don't have a wow moment with the movie i do wonder it's like well maybe if i'd seen it in a theater i'd be a little bit more you know swept away with it um one thing i want to point out though is that and i just there was a moment where she's taking a shower and she's using a very interesting looking shower and apparently that is an authentic victorian what was called a rib cage shower and it was just i don't know i was like wow what is that like i was so curious about so i don't know they have all these interesting elements nowadays like you can get those showers where you've got spouts coming out everywhere right. so it's just like oh they have that
1: like yeah I I, mean, I, th- I found that that whole bathroom that shower to feel very like um it felt very even though that is like pretty blue towel it is very sterile it's very yeah. clinical this yep. whole movie just felt super cold and dusty
0: uh-huh I had
1: to put on an extra sweater when I was watching yeah, it it's chilly it was very chilly it's the whole chilly.
0: time um The film was cut together in about seven weeks, which is a very Mm. fast editing time. But,
1: you know. It's concise. 37-day shoot. Mm -hmm. shoot, Seven-week cut. I mean, that's well done. They knew what they wanted to do. I I commend them. This is a very straightforward type of thing. And if you like it, great. Yeah. And I
0: think even though we may not respond to it, there is a clear point of view. There's a clear decision. And, you know, I think... Yeah, that's why things can come together yeah. so well and so quickly. Because when you really know what you want, there's no hemming and hawing. It's right. just like, nope, do this. We want this. And the director acknowledges, too, that, um, you know, you, you're never really doing what you intend to do. There's all these, like, accidents that happen in cinema. And he, he called it the ghost of cinema. Mm-hmm. Like, things that you couldn't have planned and that seem intentional or work out better. Um, and uh i guess at the end of each shooting day the director had stewart no matter how tired she was um go to the wardrobe rack pick out a diana dress put it on and then he would play music for her and ask her to respond to it now Mm -hmm. whether that meant dancing or whatever so that's what
1: that montage is yes
0: every single day over 37 days they shot a little bit more of that that big montage yeah Um,
1: and it's a great perfume ad it's like yeah, Diana that, the Fragrance. That is That's what all. it felt
0: like. And I mean, it was funny because I went back and read about it and they were like, oh, it's a three and a half minute long montage. I'm like,
1: was it that long? Fuck. I felt it. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I felt it. I was really not. I, I like this didn't, again, as as they aced what they were going for, just not, didn't hit for me. When you say like. The and at that of, point, it just felt very. That definitely it's felt. It's too much icing.
0: That That was the part that I think if there was like a sort of psychological torture porn moment i think just if it's not her in the broken down old house she was in it's her remembering herself as a child like she's mourning herself right in this way that like yeah if you've been low in life you can sort of like that that desire for regression right there's a lot of us who experience that that desire to return to childhood when we experience trauma or something upsetting um or you just have a bad day and you're like i just want to
1: it makes me think about the house now, too, when she goes into that. It's such, like, a haunted house. It's so dilapidated, oh, and, like, the stairs which, are falling apart. Which that, and...
0: apparently, just to quibble with reality, the house was fine.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, <laughs> okay. can, I knew that. I, I definitely was like, how, how old is this house? Like, mm-hmm. she was... She wasn't that old at that time. Yeah. She lived in it as a I was perfectly fine. I just, again, yeah. stylistically. It like, was a choice. I get, I, get I get it. I get it. I get it. I didn't like it. Yeah. Get like, it. Let's, let's get up the stairs already. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Let's go see Anne Boleyn at the top of the stairs and rip off our pearl necklace again. Again,
0: let's do it. <laughs> Let's do this. Um, did you find any like interesting reviews or reception um, or anything? You know, again
1: a lot of positive reviews um so yeah like on
0: Rotten Tomatoes
1: it has an 83% with critics okay but has a 52% audience score wow so that's a disparity that's quite a disparity and I think and I think a lot of what we've talked about has to do with that however on Mm Letterboxd mostly a lot of likes and positive reviews and what have you Mm -hmm. um I'll, you know, yeah, I'll start with the letterbox yeah, ones first because they're like, I, I think some of them are kind of stupid and I'm kind the more and more that I'm like, I want to show that side of, oh, of yeah. like movie reception. criticism, yeah, no, no. reception, but it is a lot of clout chasing crap <laughs> and <laughs> oh, it's like, a lot like, of just like, movie critics don't do that, you know, so I don't know, like you, you make of that what you will, no, but no. these are some of the, the most liked top of the feed uh, Letterboxd reviews. Um, Three stars from Holly. Princess Diana is so cool. I wish British people were real. Jay with a four and a half star review. Uh, Kristen Stewart is again accepted into a family of blood-sucking demons, this time with horrific consequences. Um, and, You know, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't I, know. I'm kind of like on the fence about how much I want to do more letterboxd ones because I mean, it is a lot of that kind of, it, it, you know, these people have bigger followings than me. So far be it for me to say... That's just kind of annoying. <laughs> After a while, like you either like it or you don't. Again, you yeah. either like Letterboxd or you don't. No, I That's totally why I don't do we, it that much. We've
0: discussed it because it is—it's more about I'm like, not funny enough, and I and I resent them. <laughs> That's why I I definitely have moments where I'm like I I want. You know it's like anything you know you have to you have to go through a lot of shit you have to kiss a lot of frogs you know yeah
1: i just think like some of some of the joke stuff is fun
0: and then sometimes i'm like sometimes the joke know, can we sometimes the joke more? is actually a very smart pithy criticism you
1: yeah know? Like, i think s- the best letterbox reviews are the best of both worlds yes. something that's like four under four lines a prescient take yeah like a, some, a salient point yeah at least, while one.
0: also saying yeah. something, you know, kind of cute. Yeah, you know. I, mean, I, I think we literally talked about it last week, but I was like, I can't write an earnest uh, letterbox review. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I feel embarrassed. You're if kind I of do.
1: discouraged. You, <laughs> you are. You're discouraged when I see
0: people doing it, and, and I don't want to say like you can't do anything earnest, but it's kind of like you're right four, li- four lines of, or less. That's
1: what's really why I don't do it as much now yeah. because. I very quickly get that raised heart rate, like social media anxiety, being on that platform just as much as yeah. I would on, like Twitter, especially. Totally. Now it's not really it's not really about the movie. It's about how fucking funny can you like how how yeah. you know
0: yeah who's who's got the best who's joke about this movie. Who's no, got you're the right. Quip, it you know? absolutely has that element.
1: And that's not again, not to say that there aren't exceptions. But. It's just
0: well it's a fair like I only joined it because of another movie friend of mine was yeah. like, you have to sure. get on Letterboxd. Sure. And most of, I mean, sorry. So he they can build their cloud. He doesn't sound like that. What it honestly no, I what And I could about. I could just do this on a pad of paper. This is my millennial dumbness, but it's yeah. like it is this way that I track what I watch. Because mm-hmm. I do watch a lot of movies and I get a sick Kind of pleasure out of looking back on my diary and seeing like I watched twenty movies this month. Look yeah. at me, you know it's so stupid. But and some
1: of it's fun. Like there's there's fun to be had. But fun. I find myself overthinking what I'm saying is clever, interesting enough. Guys, follow Chelsea on Letterbox. Don't, don't follow me because I'm not I'm not funny, and that's where this is all stemming from. Okay. I'm i I'm a hateful I'm a hater, hate her, and that's yeah. why I'm I'm shitting on Letterbox. Okay, um, but I do want to go back to Rotten Tomatoes, please. Um, yeah. I want to focus on the user reviews okay. there again too. Or, sorry, no, not the. These are not the user reviews. These critic are. Review. These are critic reviews. Yeah. A top critic actually said a very concise thing that I came to independently without the help of Sandra Hall. <laughs> you know, she, this is now very. You guys see
0: it the same way? Let's. A
1: very concise from the Sydney Morning, Morning Herald. In a breathless, headlong way, Stuart does a credible job but she's perched on the edge of hysteria throughout, and the upbeat ending fails to alter the impression that she and Lorraine have delivered a one-dimensional portrait of a victim. Mm. Credible is a good operating word in that I think her... Bringing, I think what what mm-hmm. brought my attention specifically to that is her calling out that ending. To be fair, even though it has a splatter, mm-hmm. it is a three out of five rating. Okay. She didn't hate it. Yeah, no, but no. But I, I mean the next three reviews after that, although the third one cut off, there's a lot of positive reviews again. Yeah. Jason Bailey of Crooked Marquee, Stewart was an unlikely, but now it's clear ingenious choice for the role. She's going through such a period of pronounced anguish that mm. the wrong kind of actor would have played the whole thing as overwrought and ruined it. I don't know if I agree mm. with that. Um... <laughs> I think Kristen Stewart was good casting. I don't know if there would have been a better choice, but mm-hmm. is it? It is overwrought, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and then Grace Lavery from Bitch Media said, "By exhuming mm-hmm. Lady D from her saintly casket, Lorraine and Stewart have done the world a great favor." Mm-hmm. Now, there's obviously more to these reviews, yeah. but these are like the the mm-hmm. snippets. But then, okay, sorry, I am going to read one or two user reviews from uh, mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes. One being from. Jime S. I don't know, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> Stewart's acting is way too exaggerated. The script is way too metaphorical. Instead of being an objective depiction of Diana's life in the royalty, it seems like the fairy tale of Princess in Distress. Yeah. And then uh, Miss S. just put, and that was one star, and mm-hmm. this one's also one star. It was hard to watch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I mean, that's a pretty succinct. So, I try to give a rounded. Uh, Appreciate a, it. A, a, collection the landscape. of reviews yeah no it's good Again, i mean it, it's tricky too because this is such a recent one like when we talk about letterbox or rotten tomatoes it's this like, is the for, new form this is where the discussion's happening yeah, now you know it is on yeah. twitter it, there are also critics but you know that that's where we're at right now whereas like a bunch of people can speak to it instead of just these you know the tweed wall yeah <laughs> now there's a black t-shirt moat around it right <laughs> so i appreciate when you bring in you know voices that probably aren't being echoed very much. I think that's great. Yeah, you
1: know, I think it's just as Spencer is a great example of a movie where I think it really is important to examine yeah. what works critically and, and then, not. Yeah. And also just how does this hit with the general audience? Yeah.
0: Uh, no, totally. Because there's um, lots of things I adore that yeah. a general audience won't. And I will defend those things with my life, yeah. you know, um, but there's other things that i i do want to know how people how you know for yeah. lack of better words real people like what what does an an average i hate that idea what is an average person there's no average person sure. in the world like i i hate that expression but um i, I wish I, british
1: I, people were real i don't know i'm just getting i'm so like i'm so just poisoned uh with social media stuff so when i see like meme stuff i No i
0: you know people are playing the lottery it's like i'll buy a ticket here and a ticket here and a ticket here and a that person's here.
1: like probably way cooler than me has like a million followers <laughs> on like all the platforms anyway too cuz that's the other thing is that yeah. a lot of the letterbox i noticed is just twitter like a lot of people are already big on twitter yeah. mm-hmm. just
0: oh yeah relocating. no i mean and people uh you know people who host other More popular uh, movie podcasts like Blank Check and stuff. Like Griffin Newman has a ton of followers. Sure, Uh, Fran Hefner. And some of
1: those, those are people I'm like, oh, I want to, I want to hear their opinion of. And those are some of the reviews I read where I'm like, oh, this is a good balance of it being concise, but also having an opinion, but also having maybe a little humor. You know, it's like there's nice little.
0: I'm going to share a little bit about our director, Pablo Lorraine. Uh-huh. He's a Chilean filmmaker. He was born in 1976 in Santiago, Chile. His father was a law professor and a senator in the Independent Democratic Union I had to look into this. That sounds like a nice thing, but it was actually a right-wing conservative political party that supported Augusto Pinochet's dictatorship. Okay. His mother um, was also a politician in the same group, uh, Magdalena Mate, uh, and she was the former minister of housing and urban development. Mm. Um, he studied audiovisual, uh, sorry, Pablo, studied audiovisual communication at the University of Arts, Sciences, and Communication in Santiago. He and his brother co-founded Fabula, a production company, and he began as sort of more of a commercial director. Um, His first feature was called Fuga in 2005. Follow-ups, Tony Manero, Postmortem, and a movie called No. And I guess those last three were an unintentional trilogy. They're all set during Pinochet's rule in uh, Mm. Chile. Uh, He then went on to make The Club, Neruda, Jackie, which we talked about, Emma. um, He also participated in that Netflix series of short story, you know, the post-COVID thing, homemade I don't mm. know if you're familiar. I didn't mm-hmm. watch. I can't watch anything related. To mm, it's OK. And then finally, Spencer. Um, and, you know, I know I mentioned his uh, his parents being fairly conservative. It's worth noting, though, that he does not share their politics. Mm-hmm. Um, he, in fact, was so kind of having grown up in that era, he says, you know, Chile found itself unable to express itself artistically for nearly 20 years The right wing throughout the world is not very interested in culture. And this reveals the ignorance that is probably theirs because it's difficult for someone to make the most of something or to enjoy it if you have no knowledge of it. Mm -hmm. To make that statement like that. And I I, I don't, I mean, I I agree. Um, You know, I I have a tendency to believe that culture is much stronger than government or law or you know mm-hmm. any of those things like it's what people really think and feel and believe and hold true you know like and law sometimes right doesn't reflect that um, so I just I, I want I think it's it's cool that this is somebody who um, I don't know I don't want to say like rebel against his parents I don't know fully but he obviously took his advantages and now he's he's doing you know he he also offers opportunities to like emerging filmmakers I mean it reminds me of Al- Almodovar in Spain you know talking mm-hmm. about how no one was really allowed to do anything and then there was this explosion right once censorship ended um he participated in the sight and sound poll in 2012 and i'm just mentioning that because these are the what he considered his top 10 most important films 2001 a space odyssey eight and a half apocalypse now ivan's childhood Ordette, Rashamon, rashomon tokyo story sunset boulevard vertigo and Vivre sa vie who's your best supporting player i mean I said Gregory. Yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. Who else? Yeah. Not yeah. really. She doesn't really interact. I mean, you could. Oh, the dresser. Ma- was it already Maggie?
1: No. Yeah. Was it Maggie? It is was okay. Maggie. Um, and I, I like that actress. Um, I that's I'm glad you brought her up, actually, because I, really, right, didn't, we, we I didn't. really didn't like the whole I'm actually in love with you thing. I hated that. And I hated the whole, like, the note in the car. All, all of this is just, it just feels so sort of, like, thrown in. So I'm not the only one who loves you. So the note, you know, it's just like. And she's supposed to be like this composite um, of people who did love and support her. Yeah, but the fact, but the very fact that it's a composite and is is you're you're oversimplifying and you're also minimizing the a level of love and support she actually did have. Yeah, it was you know. But again, stylistic choice. I get it. I get why you know if you want to make this into like a horror adjacent kind of film
0: yeah we can't have
1: her having a ton of a ton of people working for her that are like we love you we love yeah, you princess right right don't listen to them nasty them yeah. nasty royals you know like yeah can't, she can't have a a bunch of people on her side no. we have to have this one person who gets taken away yes and i get it brought
0: back and... but
1: the oh i'm actually in love with you yeah I get that, that's also supposed to be like a metaphor but like, i think okay. that,
0: that- I was just like, why is this necessary? That right almost now? felt like
1: a joke.
0: It really did, but non,
1: like, it didn't hit for me. It
0: didn't hit for me either. And but I, Sally,
1: Sally Hawkins is a wait—is that the right yeah, name? Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sally She's a great Hopkins. actress. Yeah, I liked her. And again, I was, I was just as disappointed as mm-hmm. as Kristen Stewart as Diana was disappointed that she was not in this movie more. Yeah, because we really we needed more. I uh, that could have been support. I think.
0: Yeah, that could have been could have offered some balance Should have gone with some balance because because yeah we don't really st- it's not until like yeah they're on the beach together that we see her kind of running around laughing and it's mm-hmm. i agree that scene really didn't i do it, it was like a- i'm beating up we we no. beat up this movie plenty we have that's true um would you watch this again probably no no, um, no.
1: <laughs> i would yeah. only watch
0: again to catch those paintings
1: it's a very it's a very good looking piece of cake and then when you cut into it it's all icing icing. yeah
0: (laughs) just like a little lady finger at the bottom
1: yeah Uh, and a little lady finger at the bottom's like Mm -hmm. bitter
0: as fuck yeah right yeah Mm -hmm. anyway sounds um, good follow us listen to us review us love us we're so funny